What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But, uh, oh, just when we thought it was a slow news week. Just, just when we thought that. <laughs> oh, it's been so long uh, since we've had that <laughs> yeah, kind of this level of intrigue in the past. Yeah, if you're if you're listening now and couldn't pick up on our out of tune hum, then shame on you. Okay, shame, shame, yeah, shame, shame on you. That was the Game of Thrones soundtrack. Yeah, was, I was just because like, I was just settling into a quiet. Thursday evening, I was driving home from a meeting and then the rain was just like coming down. It was just so like <laughs> nice and sleepy, you know, and I thought I'll go home and just chill out. Then we'll like record a podcast about, I don't know, kids peeing on each other or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the lighthearted stuff yeah. that happens in Singapore these days. Yeah, and then just suddenly, just boom on my boom. phone suddenly, Hang Sweet Cat. Yeah, the sugar daddy hang, man. Yeah. Sugar Daddy Hang. So oh shit! We're so yeah. Before no, we're, we're so excited. We forgot the the first of all the tagline of this podcast. Yeah. The plug. So why why don't why don't you give the much belated tagline? Yes, this podcast is uh, <laughs> Butt, where we tackle news topics with a touch of humor, and uh, we promise it'll be interesting. Yeah. And uh, what do we always ask our audience to do? And and if you enjoy this podcast, if you if it's touched you in any way, if it's made you feel a tinge of emotion, it'd be great if you could share it with one person who may not have heard of us. Mm. So please. By the way, are yeah. you recording your toilet or something? You sound like you're in your like. No, it's still it's still I'm in my I'm still waiting for a lot of furniture to arrive in my <laughs> new place. I see, yeah. I see. So so yeah. So if you're listening, uh, apologies for the past few episodes with my voice sounding a little echoey. Uh, there's only so much that I can clean up in post-production without affecting the rest of the sound quality. Mm-hmm. But but give it a few more days uh, and soon the, it'll be the nice, warm, eargasmic uh, sound that you have grown accustomed to. Yeah, but one thing that could... We will give you a few more days, but we can't wait any longer to talk yeah. about this huge, like this huge yeah. monumental issue that just got announced this evening. Which is what, uh? Which is what? It is uh, Hing Sui Kiet is no longer... I mean, he's stepping down from his role as the leader of the four, fourth generation of leaders of the PAP. Therefore, mm. he is you know, taking himself out of running to be the next uh, successor to the throne, to the prime yeah. ministership of Singapore. Yeah. So why... Well, there's so many things to unpack. Um, I mean... Like, I think right now, the whole of Singapore is also kind of digesting it. Um, and yeah. every time I think about it, the more I read up about it, the more I come to realize, oh shit, this actually is a big issue. Mm. Because my initial thought when he stepped down, I was like, uh, yeah, but he wasn't even confirmed to be the next PM. Or there was all these rumors of maybe it's him, maybe it's Lawrence Wong, maybe it's Ong Yi Kong. Um, but then I guess it, it's, it does have certain... It does hint at certain centered things. Like. So so what was your first thing? Or was it when you saw it, you're like, oh my God, this is fucking just, we have to talk about it. You're like, I know you sent me the article link uh, as soon as you saw it. Like. Yeah. Because, um, uh, no, I, I don't think it was in in much, uh, I, I don't think there was still a lot of contention about who the next PM was supposed to be. Because it was, I think, as recent as November last year where, they had a conference where all the 4G leaders came forward and and they said they are all 
you know, they're all united in the stand that they are behind Heng Sui Kiat as the leader of, mm. the, of the party. Lah. And, um, mm. you know, it seemed as such and it seemed like, you know, Lee Sien Long would, would be stepping down at some point once COVID is handled and everything. And then mm. this, he would be the man, the man in waiting. Lah. And, and in the past year, I mean, you, you call him Sugar Daddy Heng because other than, other than uh, wanting to wanting to you know uh, sound edgy or anything, it's because he's he's been at the forefront of like f- bringing Singapore through this economic crisis, lah, Right, which is COVID. Yeah, he's come right? up with five budgets, five yeah. different budgets. Like yeah. I think most people they just have to do one budget for a month for your house. Really, you're like, wow, eh. lau. Actually, like- just just what does that mean, uh, to deliver a budget? Like, how much work? Does that entail? Um, you think? I would imagine you think about planning the budget for your own house and you multiply that by a million percent, lah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think it's just about planning the allocation of, of of money and everything, lah. Right? Which is yeah, because like, I mean, if, if you think about it, like for for as much as I mean, ultimately a government is formed up of as many opinions as there are people, lah. And you can debate opinions, you can debate policy, but the one thing that is consistent across all departments, all ministries, is budget. Like everybody needs a budget. And if you are the person who decides what budget goes where or makes the final decision after your team does a shit ton of work, that job is fucking hard, man. Yeah. Holy you're, shit. You're probably talking to every single department, uh, trying yeah. to figure out how much money they need and who should get more, who should get less. So yeah, exactly. It's, not, it's, not, it's one of those jobs that, on surface, it sounds like it's just pushing papers around. But it probably means you have to be talking to a lot of people, trying to convince people, trying to soothe people, trying to uh, yeah. you know just just explain stuff to people. So I, I, I wonder I don't, if I don't envy him for having to to do it that know, five times last year. You know, I wonder if like when the ministers go out for dinner, right? You know, like how your friend group always has that one friend who's like, okay, takes the bill, divides it, and you say, you pay me now, you pay now me this, you pay now me fourteen dollars ninety two cents. Yeah. You think when the ministers go out? Everyone just like, hey, sugar daddy hang. Take care of it, bro. <laughs> you let us know how much to pay now, you. The, the, then, you know, Ong, Ong Yi Kung would organize the, the, the how they all go home. Yeah, yeah. You know, then Chan Jun Singh would decide where everyone sits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's what you always give to the guy who is the best at math, maths. Huh, in the, in yeah, the, exactly. Right, the engineer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either the person who's good at maths or the person who like fucking just want to collect every cent. You know, everyone has their one friend also like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, last time, you still owe me 17 cents from three weeks ago. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you pay now, me, yeah. No, I mean, it's funny you, you joke about it, but then actually, we're on the streets that, that, that Heng Suket is that kind of guy who's like, uh, he always comes and he's always like, okay, we've got a lot of stuff to settle, let's, let's get to it. Kind of, kind of, he's got that kind of a reputation, uh, yeah. Know, as a guy and who's like energetically, I always thinking about well, what can I do next for my work, that kind of thing. Uh. No, so, so I, apparently something that was written by uh, Sudir Veng, mm. uh, Sudir TV in his article. Um, I mean, he, if you haven't checked him out, yeah, he's, he's a political commentator in Singapore. And apparently, Heng Sui Kiat, back in RI, his nickname was Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a sweet and hardworking guy. Yeah. Or he was known as that. Yeah. I think you're, you're referring to a series of articles that Sudir, the academic, wrote, um, I think in November 2020. Uh, yes, about the succession correct. plan for Singapore's leadership. And mm-hmm. although Sudhir is sometimes seen as very liberal, left-leaning academic, but I think uh, this series of articles is, is, 
is actually a pretty interesting series because it writes about includes not just the election but also like um, what happened through COVID nah. um, yeah so he and he did it for all, each of the the candidates e- correct correct candidate and, potential, uh, right, I think yeah. it's a, and he even like actually it's a very the, the part that he writes about Hing Sui Kiet there's a section that is so like in light of what is happening what happened today is so prescient and really almost predicted word for word like what would happen uh, for Hing Sui Kiet mm. to, to, to to be brushed aside for another successor la. Mm. so so when you say brushed aside you think you think it wasn't his decision um dun, 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 I mean dun, on dun. the surface yeah you, you you could take everything that is said and and just take it as as you know give it the benefit of doubt that yeah like, they're all trying to work as a team and uh you know it's you know they, they keep throwing around if you watch the press conference uh, this term is thrown around a lot uh, first among equals Mm. And and they mean that in the sense that I think Ong Yi Kung brought brings up uh, during the press conference he brought up that uh, it's not a race it's not a marathon where there's only one winner uh, he's thinking it more like a football team you know a team that goes out and then plays a game together and wins one trophy for the country la. so mm. and then within that team there's one captain who you know pulls everyone together la, right so mm-hmm. he uses that analogy to to paint what uh, their 4G team it, that's how they operate lah. But at the same time, um, I mean, you just look at politics at its surface. At the end of the day, it's a personality versus personality kind of battle, right? Mm. Um, people are assessed on their personality traits, on how charming they are, how or even not charming they are. You know, how smart they are, how not smart they are, and uh, plus the fact that that all these guys, like they, you know, they came from. Um, whether it's the military or the civil service, I mean, they had to scratch and claw their way to to get to become generals and everything, right? As you mm. would know, you you and I would know, like going through the army or that. A lot of it is, it's not just for the. You know, a lot of times, the person who just looks out for other people ends up being, being like uh, the sucker, right? Or you don't get the recognition you deserve, lah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We have too many stories of the nice guy, being shafted and the and the. The asshole like coming to the front of the of the. Don't want you know you talk about party. army. You talk hmm. about dating also can what? One must um, talk about army. I talk about army because the the backgrounds of so many of the up of the potential successors, Chan Chun Sing mm. and Ong Yi Kung, they are mm. cut from that cloth. You see, so mm. so there there is that measure of competitiveness within these people. You know that you know that for a fact. That's why they are where, where they are. So to suddenly like at when they are so close to the top job. To suddenly say, hey, you know, oh, we're a 4G team. We're like a team of people. We, we, we make decisions together as a group collectively, full consensus, everything. I mean, you got to step back a little bit and then think about that, lah, right? Mm. So when you're saying take a step back, take, think about that, you're, you are kind of basing it on what you're seeing about their personalities in public, lah, right? And kind of imagining imagining how it could be behind the scenes, lah. Yeah, and and just like any group, any group of human beings coming together, there's bound to be politics or not, all right? You you know mm-hmm. it's, you you step to any orientation camp in, in university or poly or whatever. There's always like this guy who's like the the loud guy, and then like the girls like him, or some girls can't stand him, and this guy likes this other girl, you know, and all that shit, lah, right? Any group you walk into, there's always something like this, lah. So, yeah, so, so but people, I would imagine that they will have it here at least. Huh? 
people grow up also right I mean, you, you, I know we just talked about it a few episodes ago, like yeah. in poly, in those very groups, they pee on each other. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that doesn't happen in the parliament. In parliament. How Maybe you know? it How is you more <laughs> metal. <laughs> Maybe to get to that vaunted position of like the leadership, <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy ritual they have to go through. <laughs> no, you stand on the parliament floor, then uh, everyone stands on the higher up chairs and then they all pee on you. <laughs> like. Holy shit. But but yeah, so I mean, like, I guess what makes it interesting is the whole history of, of Sugar Daddy mm. Heng as well. Like, because mm. in 2018 he did suffer a stroke and he was in a coma for six days. Yeah. Um, and that was that was seen as very serious, like right. Uh he's turning 60 this year, I believe. Yep, um, yep. right. And uh I think last year during the East Coast of uproar. Basically, he was put in as the last-minute candidate for PAP yeah. uh, for East Coast, lah, right? Yeah. Um, and he had the now infamous East Coast Plan speech, yeah, yeah. which which took everybody by storm for for more for for comedic purposes rather than just uh, the politics of it. Mm. Um, and I think generally everyone does see him as the super nice guy, right? Who you know probably works his ass off. And and he he has the respect of the people around him because of his effort rather than his charisma, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So so I think yeah, like I just wish that this I would I could be a fly in the wall, fly a fly on the wall of one of these four G meetings, right? because while I I do feel people grow up, I totally agree that in any group uh, of people there will be politics, there will be drama. Mm. And the 4G team, it almost feels like it's so forced that they're one cohesive unit. Then maybe behind behind closed doors, right? Holy shit. Maybe behind closed doors, Sugar Daddy Hang is a is a fucking tyrant, uh, you know? Like the moment the door closes, you know, he takes off his specs, mm. you know, unbuttons the top two buttons of his shirt and t- says to everyone, uh, yo, guys, motherfuckers, Sugar Daddy Hang is in the house. Mm. Maybe, oh, la, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, la, yeah la. you're just saying that he... His public persona might be very different from his 4G yeah, that's why. persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. So I, 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 I would say all that was what like, like during the press conference. I think, um, to 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 their credit, the the Straits Times, uh, managing editor, he asked them Warren Fernandez, right? Yeah, he asked them outright, like, hey, didn't I mean, these issues of his of your health and your and your and your age, these are not like overnight issues, right? These are Mm. You knew that they were gonna be issues already, but if if you why so why is it now suddenly it's an issue when previously uh you were telling us that it wasn't an issue la? i.e. why mm. you flip flopping uh on, on this on this whole age and health thing? Uh? Mm. What do you think of Hanks Wicket's like answer? Because okay, to to set the context for that, you're saying that's based on um some of the reasons he gave in his letter to PM Leela. Correct, right? correct which was along the lines of like, okay, he's turning 60 now. Um, he thinks that the next PM should be someone who has a longer runway. Mm. I think that's a phrase he used mm. to really see Singapore go from where we are now into the 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 almost next generation of Singapore. So mm. I think he doesn't want to be like a stopgap PM who's mm. maybe PM for five years, then someone else takes over. He's saying that, yeah, by the time he, he, he's 60, that he'll be older than any of the PMs were when they started their tenure. Uh, mm. I think 
Lee Hsien Loong started when he was 52. Go Chok Tong started when he was 49. And Lee Kuan Yew started when he was 35. Holy yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> I was just thinking fuck? that at 35, I'm still like playing video games and shit. Uh. I mean, yeah, 30, this one. 39, I'm still playing video games. And Lee Kuan Yew was Fucking like prime minister. <laughs> first prime minister of a country that just gained independence at 35, yeah. no. Holy yeah. shit, man. But it was um, a very different era. It was a very different era. Yeah, it was a very different yeah. era. That's the that's the only reason why we yeah, need yeah. to downplay that's, it, like, right? Very different era. Yeah. You know, if I was back in 1965, uh, like when I was 35, I could be PM. <laughs> but exactly. but yeah, so so basically, what uh, uh, Hing Sui Kiat said in his reasons is is not the East Coast plan. It's more about yeah the health and the longevity, lah. Yeah. So so I guess that kind of set the 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 stage for all these questions coming up, lah. Because mm-hmm. you know, succession planning has been a big thing. Of PAP, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they're saying that the opposition party, there's no opposition party that can fill the vacuum of PAP should they be elected into the government, like because mm-hmm. there's no succession plan, you know, there's no track record, yeah. and we've heard succession plan, succession plan, 3G, 4G. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened today was a press conference call at 4:30, and it was done at the Istana, right? Yeah. I think that's where the shock comes in, like because yeah, it's almost Hing Sui Kiat has been groomed, being groomed to. To be the PM and then boom, no longer. Yeah, not only that, but they they were putting on such a cohesive front, um, throughout the election and even after the election to say that they were backing Heng Swee Keat. Then for him to suddenly turn around and say that oh, uh, yeah, for health reasons, for for age reasons, I'm not going to do it. Um, and then now the four Gs are oh, you know, give us some time. We need to regroup and replan everything. It kind of makes you think like hmm, like. This kind of, is you know for for all that they say about like the long term plans and everything. If you can't even if you can't even get this this down right, like what what's what's going on? What's going on? What's going but, on behind the curtain? But maybe maybe something really did happen. Uh, that made him really rethink life. You know, yeah. like uh, you know, you hear everyone say, you know, last year was a challenging year, but it mm. gave me, it it forced me to rethink my life. Uh, what I what I want to do, what fulfills me, you know, and I'm leaving my job, you know, or I'm starting a home home chef or home baking thing. Maybe maybe Sugar Daddy Hing had that sort of epiphany, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How else how else could he have uh, have announced so, it? Are you, so he's like doing he's going for a skills future course on some baking <laughs> yeah, on baking why. after this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you know I'm known as Sugar Daddy Hing, you know it's time to bring the sugar and share it with the world, <laughs> right? Maybe he's 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 done just just being like a sugar daddy, just and he really wants to. Are you are you yeah. sad that your your the nickname that you came up with yeah. for him that you that you were hoping that one day when you see him in person then you can you know I've been calling you sugar daddy all this while yeah and then, and then like now it's like not that important anymore. I was really planning when he becomes like the PM. We can make like stickers, you know. Sugar Daddy Hang is now the PM. That can be like you know, sugar in the AM, sugar in the PM, mm-hmm. and all these fucking memes that would have been brilliant. And now it's not going to happen. Yeah, it is not going to happen. It's all it's all going to waste. But but the I think the so I mean a lot of, a lot of couple other names have been thrown up like, mm. besides the usual Chan Chun Singh, Ong Yi Kung. Um, I think Desmond Lee was was mm. another name that was thrown up. Um, because he's been and given, Lawrence Wong Yeah, Desmond Lee's been given more important portfolio, a portfolio as a Minister of National Development. I think, uh, and mm. obviously, like yeah, like, star of the multi uh, multi ministry task force 
the co- mm. that that uh, controlled COVID in Singapore, Lawrence Wong. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but there's one name that always keeps popping up as the not 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 literally lah, but I'm just saying it as figuratively. The dark horse, Mister mm, mm, Darman Shanmugaratnam. Darman. Like everyone just keeps saying, dun, dun, dun. "Okay, this is the perfect time for Darman to come." But 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 the truth is, Darman is even older than Higgs. We get lah. So, so hard, la. but okay, but but is age honestly is age really really a a a, a thing? Um, I mean, it shouldn't be. But at the same time, the I think within the party, there seems to be a consensus that they need to find someone younger, lah. Like even someone 60, younger, lah. Yeah, even sixty is considered too old already. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like <laughs> if a uh, sixty person, sixty year old person now enters politics, well, politics and spends thirty years as a politician and then becomes PM, they will still be younger than what Maratheo was when he yeah. became the PM yeah. a few years ago, lah. <laughs> Or even Trump, right? <laughs> Trump was what seventy when he Biden, yeah, Biden is Biden is seventy seventy two. Yeah, is he? yeah. So it's not it's not that that old. It's just a, um, it's just I I guess like the within the party the thinking is that, uh, they really need to lead Singapore like you say into the next generation. That means like twenty years, mm. thirty years kind of thing, uh. Yeah, because even Lee, uh, Lee Sin Lung has been PM for fifteen years now. Mm. Fucking hell, fifteen years. Um, that's a long time, um, but but yeah, it, like I mean, I guess the bigger thing is that it kind of shows that oh shit, does the PAP not have a plan? Mm. Um, and and I think that's that that was their strong point, right? You know, like we we have been doing, we have been running Singapore for fifty plus years. Um, we have we have done so many good succession plans. Uh, we have transferred the leadership. Uh, and we have everything under control, and then boom, this thing comes. So maybe there was something bigger. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think we would ever know, uh, yeah. or at least in the near future. And I mean, I guess the chatter online is yeah. Th- those four names. Apparently, there was a list of up to thirty names that were included. Mm. Um, um, one of which was I think the the current leader of NTUC as well. And I know Bertha Hansen uh, and the ex journalist, uh, ex journalist, and and. Social political commentator as well pointed out that why is that a person part of the list lah? If they're not part of the PAP, why should they be part of the list? Mm. So I don't know that list. I don't think is being made public. Mm. But um, yeah, it just it, I think the next few days will be will be interesting lah. I don't that there's no there's no there's no big uh decision that we are waiting for in the next few days, right? No, no, it's not. Uh, I know like, in two it's, weeks. Yeah, it's nothing like the you know choosing the next pope or anything like that. Where they huddle yeah. in the house and then the chimney then when the, the smoke, smoke comes yeah, up the, the chimney then the we've reached the decision. <laughs> that will also be hard because next few weeks supposed to rain very heavily. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. won't be that won't be the best idea. Yeah. Oh, there is gonna be the cabinet reshuffle in two weeks. In where two weeks. Sugar Daddy Heng is gonna vacate his post as Minister of Finance, like, mm. right? So he's no longer gonna be Sugar Daddy. Yeah. So I'm still gonna keep calling him Sugar Daddy. Like. Uh but but so it's interesting because they say that I mean like uh, Lee Hsien Loong was Minister of Finance before he became Prime Minister. So yeah. it's very crucial to watch who becomes the Minister of Finance because uh, that's like considered like the, mm. a big department, you know, like the, one of the important departments to be in charge of. So um, whoever gets the reins of the Finance Ministry is highly likely in line. Uh. Uh, so the other the other caveat is that, that um, when... when when Hicks Wicket was uh when he came forward and said that he's the leader of the four G, 
his appointed uh, deputy was Chan Chun Sing. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess by default, probably Chan Chun Sing is, is, is seen as the front runner right now. Um, but I also I also remember that uh, I remember right after the, the last general election there mm. was a very 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 um, within a, a couple of weeks there was a post-mortem of the PAP's performance or something like that to the PAP mm. cadre which was was led by Lawrence Wong so a lot of people were asking eh, why is Lawrence Wong doing this you know because uh, mm. it is, it's a, I mean, it's a very big thing, right? Doing a leading a postmortem of the GE results to the party. So, so mm. there's also talk that maybe Lawrence Wong is, is he's like really the dark horse in this whole in this whole thing, lah. Mm. Mm. I guess because Chan Chun Sing is is it is he is quite polarizing, lah, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, I, mean, I guess he's, he's just had, seen as a very had, condescending figure, lah, right? Yeah, he's had instances of, of just saying things in public that maybe rub the people the wrong way. Like, and as much as he's just said in public, the role of a politician is public-facing. Yeah. So these kind of things do do mean something. Like, but but I want to go back to something you said. So when you say like Hing Sui Kiet was appointed the leader of the 4G team, I, I get confused when I hear that. Like, I mean, is it a formal appointment? You know, like Pritam Singh is the leader of the opposition. No, it's not. Is but Shuk- but uh, he was made the... I mean, or he was... The assistant secretary, secretary general of the PAP. Mm. Uh, so I mean, by the appointment, uh, oh, he's second to Lee Hsien Loong, Yeah, he's second to Lee Hsien Loong, And and so they also said, yeah, la, he's the the leader of the next generation. Just to just to put a bit like who's in who's considered next generation, right? Mm-mm-mm. Remember, we, I think we were talking about like Vivian Balakrishnan. He's been around forever, but he's considered yeah. next generation also. And Shamugam is three G. 3G because Shamugam is yeah in his 60s or so yeah. then, then 2G would be who Go Chok Tong eh? uh, yeah Go Chok Tong eh? Pre- precisely then then 1G is Lee Kuan Yew 1G is the OG la, the OG the OG yeah the OG the man. Yeah, the OG <laughs> Lee Kuan Yew is the fucking OG in every sense of word of the word 35 year old prime minister wow yeah, that's like thirty-five-year-old prime minister. Holy shit! I think I think Netanyahu also became prime minister around that age. I think lah. I think uh, Benjamin Netanyahu for Israel. Yeah, for for uh, Israel. Yeah. Interesting, interesting point. I think so. Isn't like the Iceland or Finland? They have very young uh, leadership now. Uh, well, right? Estonia, yeah, Estonia. I uh, I think Finland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all very young, very young. But yeah, like, it just shows you that the. I mean the the last election really has a the ripple effects are still being felt now right? How mm. people are still examining is it because of how Hing Siket performed in the election? Uh, is it how because you know like certain people didn't do as well in the election? That's why they they no longer in consideration and stuff like that. No? Mm. So wait, so so uh, I I I have to take back what I said about President uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. His first. Tenure was when he was 47, oh, 47. not 35. Big difference, yeah. man. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big difference. But yeah, so so I mean, I guess we will we will see in the next few days or like at least in the next few weeks what happens. But I mean, yeah, like right now there's a lot of talk on who's going to be the next mm. uh, in line. But, but actually, everything, actually, well, yeah. I mean, one thing that did strike me like, was I was asking myself, why now? Like, why did they announce this now? Right. Mm. Like why specifically now? Like the only big milestone that today is, I think it's uh today April eighth is the 
the uh, one year and one day after the start of the last the circuit breaker last year. Oh shit! So there were a lot of retrospectives on you know Singapore from a year ago circuit breaker. How was it now versus how is it uh, then? Uh. So uh, in some sense, you if you think about it, we've progressed like we've come quite far from the circuit breaker days like right we've moved through different phases we've you know now we're like socially distanced and everything so um and and we are slowly opening up so it's, it's almost like uh the media was already talking about oh look at how far singapore has come this this one year and then boom this announcement that the uh, yeah the where 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 is it? I mean, it's a good time to probably say, oh, you know, our leadership team is still very strong, and we're just looking for another captain. Nah, that's all. Hmm. So so I guess that is one thing that is that is interesting because I mean I'm guessing yeah like even the decision to to hold a press conference today was probably not an overnight thing. These mm. things tough to happen overnight lah. So so yeah, it it probably was a calculated move in some way. Mm. Maybe. It's been in the works for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and by long time I mean a few months, lah. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it's fucking interesting, man. Yeah, and yeah, unlike, yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately or fortunately, unlike in other countries where you know there can be a leaked memo or something, I think those kind of things don't really happen in Singapore, lah. But got what? Got the remember Chan Chun Sing his his leaked that was insider yeah, speech. But I think that be- that blew up because. When else have we had leaked audio or leaked anything from from the Singapore Parliament or Singapore government? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Very rare, right. very rare. Yeah, very rare. So, so yeah. So I mean, I mean, I, I've been trying to look at the chatter also, and like, there's nothing, nothing super deep about about um that that kind of stuck with me. I guess Sudir's articles were quite interesting because. Uh, it gives yeah like a, a holistic overview of the different candidates mm. because they each have had so many roles, so many portfolios, so many previous work experience that after a while it just feels like lines and lines of facts la. But yeah. but the more the more uh, how you say uh, um, deeper deeper side of things or the more qualitative side of things, it's hard to find comments that are substantial la. Yeah, I mean I mean the the one thing in studios. Uh, article that I think is worth just quoting is that um, for PAP to renege on on Heng Swee Kiat as the choice of the Prime Minister designate um, mm. the PAP could either play the health card because Heng Swee Kiat suffered a stroke in 2018 and was in a coma for 6 days or they could play the age card by delaying the handover of power from Lee from Lee Sian Long long enough such that Heng Swee Kiat himself is then deemed too old to take over and so must give way to uh, somebody younger like Chan Chun Sing, for example, who's eight years younger. Mm. So mm. he wrote this in November 2020 and exactly that happened. Both both reasons were brought up. His health and yeah. his age. Yeah. Maybe we should get Sudhir on a podcast. On our podcast. I think that might be quite interesting. He'd probably be... That might be interesting. He's probably having a beer right now. Like just like 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 he won the lottery like that, like, right? <laughs> yeah, like he predicted. Like, he predicted it. He saw it coming. I and I, I mean, in terms of political commentators, Kelvin Ching also posted something where he took a much more somber tone. Say, mm. and he literally said, and I quote: "This is a dark day. Let us all unite as a people." Because his point is that the um, the success or continued success of Singapore really depends on stable government, mm. And one of the pillars of a stable government uh, or a stable 
any institution or stable company is succession planning mm, so mm. so yeah so so i think i mean i'm guessing tomorrow there will be a whole bunch of articles um and media pieces of content being published about this including ours mm. so so yeah we shall we shall see what comes out yeah correct correct yeah but speaking of a group of group of uh, <laughs> strong men leading the country and we're also looking that, that our goofier topic is also about a group of strong men uh, yes. also trying to trying to find work la, this coming weekend la, right mm. <laughs> what, what is it about um, it is a a new service that was that was announced uh, for this weekend only um, you can apparently hire shirtless hunks to clean your house mm. so the first half of this podcast we have spoken about um, men who wear shirts mm. uh, especially men who wear white shirts now we're going to be talking about men who don't wear any shirts at all mm. and and that is um, part like that is known as the hunky man cleaning service <laughs> so <laughs> really like really on, on really going out all, all for it uh, and it's a uh, it's a initiative by vehs.com mm. um which is a renovation service la. yeah um i would have thought they were a cleaning service mm. but no they are a renovation service and yeah. while they say it is not just for marketing purpose um it will be carried out as scheduled this weekend so um, so so yeah so people would would did, did say that oh is this an april fools joke or something mm. but it's not um, but I think it's it's a fucking genius marketing <laughs> marketing yeah. initiative, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it is because uh, I think as of this evening, it has already ten thousand shares on Facebook. Oh, um, serious? Yeah, yeah. And and what has ten thousand shares? The the post the VEH? The po- yeah the vehs dot com post. Ah. Um. So and it comes with a lot of like pictures of scintillating pictures of like the half naked guys lifting sofas you know scrubbing floors and wearing jeans and nothing but jeans uh, around mm. the house uh. um but i mean you know at the at the same time it's like uh is it kind of like isn't this kind of like advertising kind of like uh you know it's it's just pretty in 2021 really is it is it very in good taste to do this kind of thing it's like selling yeah, meat. So, so so that's where I find it a bit uh when when I saw it I was like, hmm, okay. You know, for all we talk about gender equality and like, you know, uh more thoughtful marketing tactics. Mm. This one, uh just now when I said it's it's a smart marketing move, I'm mm. seeing it only based on the eyeballs, la, right? Mm-hmm. Uh not not the taste of it. La. I think I think like what you said, this feels a little dated. La. Mm. Like you know when when Abercrombie and Fitch made the whole like shirtless salespeople uh, a big thing, that was what like five, ten years ago maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this one, uh, yeah. So so <laughs> I throw like I know yeah the post has six thousand comments. Mm. Um, and let me just try and look at some of the comments, but so far I haven't seen anything anything uh like that that much backlash. Right. Yeah. Because you imagine if it was done with um, like scantily clad women, mm, mm. then it'd be like there'd be an uproar, right? 
Maybe yeah. this is a social experiment, huh? just to just to see the different standards. Oh, of, then next weekend, VEHS.com yeah. would say, you know, okay, now you can get like uh, sexy women to clean up your mm. bum on them. Boom. Booms. Yeah. Backlash. Yeah. Because on one hand, I can see people saying, yeah, but this is what women have been treated or, or have been objectified for years. Now it's just, you know, like, uh, yeah, so doing it to men to equalize the, the playing field. Uh. Mm. But then on the other hand, it's like, uh, is that is that the best best approach? Um, yeah. Is it something that that is yeah like what you say like is it is it is it is it fit for twenty twenty one given everything that we have seen in the past few months just in Singapore alone about sexual harassment la? Yeah, and someone like, like I mean these the 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 guys at least that they're using in the photo shoots they don't look like the kind of people who. They they look like they spend a lot of time in the gym, but not really like, you know, like, like yeah, cleaning and doing actual hard hard work outside lah. As it's very smooth lah, the skin. It looks like mm. they, they wax the armpits and stuff like that. So mm. it's not that kind of like you know when you, when someone who does real manual labor, and then and then you see the you see yeah they have nice bodies and it's very but it's really like 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 sculpted to to be to for functionality lah right. Whereas mm. like the the bodybuilder ones, uh, the, those that just only in the gym is more like balloons and like big nice balloons, uh, right? Yeah. But but I mean, let's say instead of like I know these cleaning services, sometimes they they will send two or three cleaners to clean an entire house. Maybe this one they send ten, uh, because they're just not efficient. <laughs> but then right? they'll, they'll um, keep bumping to each other or, or they keep checking each other's biceps out. Then they they won't get any no, work but done. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure people who get this are not looking to actually clean their house pick and span and get it disinfected and all uh, right so so that's where I mean as much as okay like this feels like a bit dated and all do you see would you rather that or how you say uh, does this irk you to the point where does it disgust you does it uh, turn you off it's an interesting question because uh, I did I did like think back or at least try to look back at, to, at other kinds of like viral marketing campaigns that that you know fell flat on the face in Singapore, and yeah. just see whether yeah. it rank, where it ranks versus these campaigns. I remember the one in um in the CBD when National Geographic got a platoon of like army or army guys to like march, and then passersby could shout commands to to command the platoon as well. Do no. you remember that? No. Oh, you don't remember what, what that? What was that? Uh, basically, they just got a a squad of like uh, uh guys dressed up in army uniforms. To form up, mm. in, yeah. To form up in trees, uh, as if they're in a parade, lah, in the middle of the mm. CBD area outside, you know, Chevron House and everything. And then mm-hmm. passersby could come by, and shout, you know, commands and then diri and then like, march them around. And this was part of promotions for, uh, I think it was an army, it was an army documentary that was going of, on uh, National Geographic. Uh. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No. Then what happened? Mm. No, there was a huge backlash of people like. It's so distasteful. It's disrespectful to our army. Even the army itself, like disavowed itself from the from that that promotion. Mm. I know. Yeah. I know. Circles Life also did this one thing where they had this mystery box at the CBD Chevron correct. House, correct, where correct, you yeah. put in fifty dollars, you get three hundred dollars, and yeah. the crowd that gathered was it caused like I mean I think the police had to be called in like because it was yeah. such a big crowd. Yeah, yeah. Correct, but then correct. at the same time, like. So I, I think, like for me, the the guerrilla marketing tactics and all, they are I I I like it when things kind of 
are almost a bit naughty, uh, naughty. or like try and push the... Mm. Yeah, naughty in the sense that, okay, it's not really violating explicit rules because we have done some things in the past also that you could argue that, okay, maybe uh, it's breaking some rules and all that. Even though we do, we did spend a lot of time checking, okay, can we do this? Can we do that? Um, and, and I think mm. that did get a lot, that did go viral, right? Yeah, yeah. So in yeah. this case, doing this... Um, yeah, I actually don't see any issues with this. Yeah, actually, actually, it doesn't. In in comparison to the two that we just talked about, it doesn't cause any uh problems because it's self-selecting, right? Like you say, like people yeah. who pay for it is in the privacy of your own home. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like getting regular cleaners, uh, Just that the cleaners just happen to have muscles and and, and a half nickel. Uh, that's all. Uh, yeah, right? exactly. Exactly, because I mean, you can talk about oh, this is objectifying men, and we shouldn't objectify uh, uh, people that way. But in some way, because men have not been as objectified as much as women, mm. this feels like. And I mean, these these I'm guessing these men were not forced into this campaign, right? <laughs> they didn't just go to the gym and like, yo, you put down those bench press, uh, those those weights, and come with me, yeah. and you fucking you better come or not. So I think this. This feels like hey, it's actually. Uh, yeah, I think it's a. It's. I have no issues with it, and kudos to them for thinking of this idea, lah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's 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 cute, lah, and and you know, it's a very simple photo shoot that they did in the house and everything. I don't think it's it's very expensive to do. So yeah, kudos to them, and like for coming up with something, something that's very eye catching, and has people yeah, I, talking about it. <laughs> I would I would suggest uh, going to the Facebook post and just reading the comments because people are try really trying to be objective about it, saying that you know they might they might be good for lifting heavy stuff, but if you really want them to clean, they're wearing jeans and shirtless, so their sweat might drip everywhere. And then someone else, there's this one photo of this one guy holding up one side of the couch and sweeping below it while a woman sits on the other side. And one comment is, he's cute, but maybe not the best cleaner. How is he going to use the broom properly with one hand holding the couch? Like people are legitimately asking questions like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know whether they're being sarcastic or not. I mean, but cleaning, I guess, I guess uh, as you get older, cleaning becomes a more serious like discussion topic, right? Like, like, I yeah, think you exactly. should know now as you, as you move into your new place and all that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's where... So I guess the, the thing is, this, if this is kind of making a mundane thing entertaining, <laughs> right? I don't know how clean the place will be because you can imagine like the amount of content being gen- that will be generated this weekend. I'm guessing there will be things that will be coming out, come out of it. Like whoever gets these cleaners uh, probably will want to share on social media, right? Mm. So there's more marketing for them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this this company, this renovation company, pretty pretty interesting tactics that these people. Yeah. Only yeah. thing is, I don't know how to pronounce the fucking name. Vase. Uh, Vase. Is it? I guess V-E-H-S. That's all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why, 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 why would you name your company that? V-E-H-S. Is it acronym for something? Mm. Yeah. We envy hot uh, studs. Exactly. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh shit! There's a video by Shout also. On 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 this on this thing. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh man. What oh, they really go? They really go all out in like maximizing the abs and the packs, huh? Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. First hunky guy, hunky guy, hunky guy cleaning service. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. That's a a lot less 
a lot less to talk about than our first topic. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Would you would you get this for your girlfriend's birthday or something? Just as a joke. Uh no. <laughs> I'll get it for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be I'll just be the move that is what I would do me. that is fine man that is yeah. fine I will, I will totally get this for your birthday yeah cool alright wow Powerful. Wow, the two topics are so so so, so different about, uh. about men also but so different uh. <laughs> about men yeah about men yeah so uh, now we move on to our third uh, out of four segments called a one show comment of the past few days man yes so what is what is your one short comment, Terence? Um, my one short comment was, um, the it was about the we were talking about the pedestrianization of roads and cyclists, and uh, Raven underscore Warriors pointed out that maybe um, they ran into the same asshole cyclists that I ran into mm. because they were at the Waterway PCN a few months back with the with his kid cycling. <laughs> and then this spandex-wearing supervillain was shouting at a couple overtaking us, what is wrong with you? Keep to your lane. Yeah. So mm. I, I, we, we might be, yeah, we might have, have come across the exact same asshole cyclist, uh, spandex, as he as he says, spandex-wearing supervillain. So guys, keep a lookout. Uh, in case next time you're cycling on PCN and you come across See, someone when, who shouts at you like this and he's wearing spandex, point it out, point it no, when I saw that comment, I was like, I didn't think about, oh, you all ran into the same asshole cyclist. I'm like, oh my God, this is another Terrence. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Which is why I'm happy that someone else posted in their thread uh, further down below uh, who will go by, goes by the username Raikota um, saying that and echoing my sentiments that not all recreational cyclists wear spandex. So, uh, yeah la, yeah la. so calm the fuck down, okay? No, la, but that's why he, he just said that he, all he's saying is that the supervillain is wearing spandex. Uh. He's not mm. just... He, he, but although he does say, I guess once <laughs> spandex is on, shit gets serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once spandex is on. I don't even know. Like spandex is, is a material of its own, right? Uh, it's got certain polyester uh, percentage makeup and all that. And I don't know whether the normal bicycle shorts are called spandex. What mm. the hell is spandex? Mm. But anyway, I think... I think uh, it's it's catching on. Uh, spandex wearing supervillains. Yeah. Spandex wearing supervillain. <laughs> Maybe you should make a t-shirt so, for you like that. Called like that. Literally saying that. Spandex wearing supervillain. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no. I am not. Uh, not a spandex wearing oh, supervillain. Yeah, oh, and yeah. make it out of spandex. No, make, it, make, it, spandex. make it in spandex la. Like they just say yeah, yeah, spandex wearing supervillain. Ah, correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but speaking of things that can be made into t-shirts is uh my favorite comment of this week or mm. these past few days which is actually a meme um, and I've been fucking loving the memes that have been coming uh, and, and it's by hey just now you said who was the commenter of that? Uh, Raven underscore warriors oh shit it's the same person who posted the oh, meme oh shit Whoa. what are the chances holy what shit what are the chances man Damn. what are the chances wow so so this this meme this meme was something that um he or she made uh in reaction to to our <laughs> so basically you know the whole MRT uh, uh range of characters like the bag up Benny and all this stuff they have a certain visual treatment to them like you know thin legs like a Humpty Dumpty kind of mm. shape so so this person came up with a meme 
<laughs> uh, where they use Terrence and my my faces and they added it on to these two characters called Shut the Fuck Up Susan and Horny as Fuck Harish. <laughs> Fucking love it, man. Fucking love it. Yeah. And I know and I've been I and I'm, like I know the memes have been have been coming very healthily, so thank you all. Uh shout out to Big Sloth Boy who who's been like the chief meme maker for the longest time mm. um yeah so so keep these kind of things coming man because they make our fucking days yeah yeah but uh, cool. wow, raven underscore warrior is the mvp prolific yeah mvp this prolific week. Yeah. yeah cool cool all right and then what is your one shock thing for this week terence um i want you thing of the i mean it's kind of not not this week but since it's this past few days no, no, it's, it's happening next weekend but mm. I, I think the build-up has been quite interesting. And uh, it's an interesting discussion where you stand also. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if you know, but the YouTube the YouTube sensation or last time last time YouTube sensation, I don't know about now, Jake Paul, brother of Logan mm. Paul, is mm-hmm. going to have his uh, second like pro boxing match against um, the MMA, MMA retired MMA fighter, uh, Ben Askren. Uh. And uh, mm. the link to Singapore is that Ben Ax- Ben Askren used to, he used to be, actually for many many years he was under one championship in Singapore lah, right? So mm. he was a very big champion for one championship, and uh, he spent. I, I guess he spent a lot of time in Singapore because he fought a lot here. Um, I I've even on Joe Rogan's podcast he talks about you know, reading books about Singapore, reading books about Lee Kuan Yew and stuff like that as well. So mm. he is uh, traditionally not a boxer. He's more of a wrestler. So his whole career was built around wrestling. Um, mm. So he's going into a boxing match with, with Jake Paul. Uh, and, and and I don't know if y'all uh, still follow these guys, but Logan Paul and Jake Paul at one point were the most, uh, uh, at least to, to, to normal people, uh, the most annoying uh, content creators on YouTube. Because mm. uh, if you remember, Logan Paul was the guy who... He went to Japan and made a series of videos, one of which like ended up showing a dead body that he came across in the suicide forest in Japan. Mm. And that caused a huge uproar. I think, in, was that 2019 or 2018? 2018, 20, I think. 2018, yeah, yeah. And um, subsequently, I mean, he still, he still got, re- I mean, he's still really popular and everything. And subsequently, he and his brother started to, um, you know, get into, do the whole YouTube boxing thing as well. I think Logan Paul fought KSI, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like a couple of years back. And then now Jake Paul, his younger brother. Um, Jake Paul fought, I think, uh, ex-NBA player Nate Robinson in his first fight and then he won. And now he's calling out all these uh, MMA fighters because, the, you know, in boxing, the big payday is, is when you call out the big names, right? So Jake mm-hmm. Paul is like calling out Conor McGregor and all these people. and uh, But Ben Neskrin is a... Is a was the first name the, the first person to accept lah. So um it's a bit of an interesting thing, uh, of course like uh I think within the MMA community a lot of them are like so pissed off that this YouTuber is coming in and talking shit about everyone and, and you know, he's not really professional and all that. So a lot of people are rooting for Ben Askren to win lah. Uh mm. but at the same time everyone who knows anything about MMA also knows that Ben Eskren is not really the best representation of boxing prowess in the sport. His, his, yeah. his boxing skills were almost non-existent when he was an MMA fighter. So, um, he, yeah, it's it's, it's, so, it's tough to, to, to decide who to root for in this one as well. 
So so is it like I mean just the chatter in MMA? Are they think are people going like yo? Why the fuck are you like even dignifying this Jake Paul uh, with a fight, right? Um, yeah, I think like Dana White himself has said that has said that this Jake Paul is an embarrassment. He's not a real fighter, and I think like he's even like calling boxing coaches, sending boxing coaches to Ben Askren to help him. Uh, and betting money on Ben Askren, you know, like two million dollars on Ben Askren and things like that, because mm. because imagine just imagine like someone just walking in to your spot or uh, like walking into a a martial art and they say I can beat a professional at this martial art, you know, that's like it's so insulting, yeah. right? It's almost like the you know like you watch Iman the when the person when the when they <laughs> Iman the story is always that Angmo guy comes in and then like he says you know Western boxing always beats Chinese boxing. And then everybody yeah. gets so fucking riled up and all that. That's exactly what's going on in the MMA community now, lah. So, so I mean, but I'm guessing the payday is is fucking legit, lah, because it's gonna be pay per view, right? Yeah, yeah, it's big, and and there's a whole other uh discussion itself. It's 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 going on this platform Thriller, which is um, mm. I think it's TikTok a TikTok competitor. TikTok competitor that is headed by ryan kavanaugh i mean uh, one of the investors was ryan kavanaugh uh, who was the mm. very big hollywood uh mogul last time who who used a lot of statistics to help him you know decide what movies to invest in and things like that and then his company mm. went bankrupt afterwards uh. um so yeah so so it's on thriller and apparently it's it's it is doing very well uh, for thriller like, i don't know whether it's pay-per-view model or what in the u.s but apparently the economics of it work out such that uh, both of them are going to get very big paydays like, from this fight regardless of who wins yeah man yeah I think I think so far the fights that Logan Paul and Jake Paul have had both had very big paydays um, yeah so so yeah like in Singapore it's pay-per-view right I don't I don't know if you can actually see, see it in Singapore actually I'm sure there'll be some way to they'll monetize it lah yeah, but are you going to pay for that? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to pay for that shit, man. Yeah, no, I'm just going to watch the highlights after <laughs> yeah. that. No, no way I'm going to pay for, for Jake Paul or Ben Askren's boxing. La. If it was someone yeah, like yeah. Conor McGregor, or okay, la, you know, but but not, not and, this two. And la. the last time Conor McGregor with Floyd Mayweather, it was like, okay, la, here's a legend in boxing yeah. and here's a legend in MMA. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. La. Whereas this yeah. one, this Jake Paul, like, oh, la, eh. yeah. I was surprised Ben Askren agreed, eh. I but guess I guess money, money talks. Yeah, money talks. Money yeah. talks, boy. Yeah. A little bit of background is that Ben Eskren, he retired a couple of years back from MMA because uh, mm. he needed to have a hip replacement surgery. So we're mm. talking about someone who's really, you know, his body has been through a lot already, right? So mm. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know how he'll come up against a, what, Jake Paul's what, 24 years old or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it's, it's, it'll be quite, it's, it can still be dangerous, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's cool. I guess just that's my one shook thing now. Just to, just the, because because the the build up to the fight, obviously there's a lot of social media and Jake Paul doing a lot of posturing and also it's it's getting quite heated lah, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So what is your one shook uh, thing? My one shook thing is I mean you know the website we transfer right. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a website that allows anyone to transfer files of up to two GB. Uh, via a link or email download yep, yep. Um, and it's a Dutch company and yeah they've always struck me as a company that's quite quirky quite cool um, and right now they have kind of I think in recent times they've positioned themselves as a company that not just makes uh, doesn't just make uh, we transfer file transfer they basically make tools for to help people be more creative mm. and in line with that mission they actually 
feature a lot of the work of artists uh, mm. even on the page that you go to to download um, your files la. and mm. I recently just came across this photography series that they have and it's just um, short articles punctured with very very interesting photographs taken by professional ph- photographers la. and the one that caught my eye was this guy who um, went to the eruption of the Tal volcano in the Philippines in in January 2020 la. and he was a he's a professional photographer based in Manila and he immediately went there and took a series of pictures so this article this is just a short article with some very powerful images and basically the we transfer website they have this series called we present mm. and they just highlight art from just uh, artists around the world la. and it's not really the most conventional Art is like, yeah, this photography series where they couple a series of images with a very powerful storyline. I just thought the the way they kind of shine a light on this amazing work is fucking awesome. Like, I think the company is is great, man. I really like the the branding of the company. So this series, I, I, I highly recommend it. There's like maybe 10 pictures per article. It's a very short article and they have series on like... Um, this this art of rex, uh, wrestling done in one of the African countries and yeah... I think it's fucking dope, man. Mm. So, yeah, so to access it, people have to go to WeTransfer. La. Yeah, so WeTransfer, like WeTransfer, their business model has always been ads. So if you go there, the the page you land on, you can drag and drop a file to transfer, but um, the widget to in- enter the person's email takes up what, like 10% of the screen and the other 90% is just one big ad. La. But their approach to ads has always been, let's make ads beautiful. So they are pieces of art in and of themselves like, and they work with like every company you can imagine Adidas, Nike, um, uh, P&G and, and all this stuff but every ad is very very beautiful like. so so from the start I've always liked them as a company but now they do some some cool shit to, mm-hmm. to kind of showcase the work of artists around the world like, and I think that's fucking dope. Nice. It's cool, great. Cool cool cool. cool, cool, cool. Alright. So are we at the end of this podcast? Yeah, I mean, all we can do is we are. Uh, wish Singaporeans a good night as uh, our country contemplates our future. Yeah, and oh. Sugar Daddy Hing, if at some point in future you listen to this podcast and you hear me utter the words Sugar Daddy Hing and you feel a tinge of pride, well, that would make my day. No, la, come on the podcast and talk to us. <laughs> well, come on the podcast. Yeah, no, first he has to hear awesome. us. First he has to hear the words Sugar Daddy Hing. And then feel that 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 the twitch of emotion in his heart, and then come down to the Yalabad podcast. Yeah. You know, maybe after he steps down from being um like the the leader of the four G, and maybe steps out of parliament, come to Yalabad for a full bear all man. Yeah. You know, let the sugar ooze out, yeah. and and sweeten the lives of everyone around you. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, man. Cool. Talk to you all soon. <laughs>